90.7 WXIN Stadium Experience. Jake Helmsley, Jordan Moment, E-Love both here alongside me. We've been talking Patriots, just fi- talking some baseball, MLB, Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, a whole nine yards up to this point. And now, going to be changing gears. We're going to be doing a three-sport show this week. It's been a while since we've done a three-sport show. And now we're going to be talking with, uh, with, a, with a new friend of mine, new friend of the show, welcoming to the program for the first time out of, out of ESU. The sports director at 90.3 WESS, uh, one Mr. Bill Trison. How are you, my friend? I'm all right, man. How are you? Good, good, good. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Thanks, Thanks for having for, me on. Thanks for coming on. Well, I'm here, obviously, the Celtics two-game losing streak. A little, little bit of a skid right now. Tonight, they're going to be facing off against the 76ers. You obviously are a... I, I saw on your Twitter bio that you write for some website, and now I don't see it anymore? Are you... Did you... Oh uh, yeah, so I used to write. I, I used to write for the fifth quarter. Uh, recently, uh, stopped writing because I've just got a little too busy with school and things of that nature. But uh, yeah, so I, I do freelance write as well. Uh, but I'm I'm mostly uh, well, I'm an all-around journalist. But uh, I mostly just broadcast uh, on radio and uh, and on YouTube as well. All right, and the- coaches follow it, subscribe. Had to plug myself there a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's all good. Nice. <laughs> but, no, the Celtics coming and play the 76ers tonight, a team that the Celtics have really, last year or so, really not struggled against at all in a lot of ways, in a lot of plays. Not to say anything about the Celtics, right. but, the scene of the but the Celtics last night losing to the Nuggets. The Celtics have not been the most consistent team as of late, and I don't – well, no, lately they've been on a good skid, but over the course of the season. And I don't give them a lot of – and I really feel like I should – Give them more crap for the loss against the Nuggets, <laughs> but Horford went down. I can understand. It doesn't. It's not, I don't mind when they lose. Is that they didn't lose and they didn't all then turn on each other immediately and Kyrie didn't stop start complaining about like the status of the pro athlete in the modern day. So right, as long as they can lose and be quiet, I'm okay with it. But tonight, facing off against the 76ers, an important game for seeing the Celtics still still lagging behind at the fifth seed, trying to overtake the Pacers, trying to overtake the 76ers. It's probably one of the few games left on the schedule that even matters for them, but. I mean, the 76ers, they've been playing good lately. And they are, one to less than seven and three in the last ten. Tobias Harris has started to kind of settle in there. That's really worked mm-hmm. out for them. And just, like, what are they? Is this a different team? You, you're always cover them. Is this a different team than they've seen in their past matchups? Oh, yeah. This is a totally different team. And you remember their, uh, their earlier matchup uh, in the season when the team, you know, first got together uh, right before the All-Star break, and it was a close loss that they had. Uh, in Philadelphia, well, no, they kind of got blown out, but it, it was it was a bad loss. But you know, it it, it looked like Boston was just dominant, and that, and that the Sixers, you know, were still trying to find a way as a team. Now uh, they they're a little more cohesive. They've had some time to you know iron out some of the growing pains, and this is just a totally different team. You got to, like you mentioned, Tobias Harris just found his role. Uh, you know, he's starting to catch fire. Ben Simmons is knowing where guys are on the court a little bit better, limiting his turnovers. Um, and then Jimmy Butler has, has found his role as well. He's settling into his role as the closer. You know, in the fourth quarter when uh, we're trying to close out games and, and we're trying to shut teams down uh, to win these tough games against these tough, match, against these tough matchups, you know, Jimmy has been there time and time again. And, you know, also – you know, Brett Brown is learning a lot. You know, through the uh, through the season as well. Uh, if we if we look back early into the season with their Sixers team, Brett, you know, had had some struggles with 
you know, uh, you know, late game situations, guys communicating, and they still have those problems now. But I think Brett Brown has definitely done a better job at limiting those uh, those mishaps to, uh, throughout the season so far. Right. No, and I. You really put a lot out. That was good, Bill. But looking at the way they've been doing, looking at the way the teams have been playing, I mean, how, I guess, what would this, what would a win here, what would it mean, not even just going to the math of the seating, obviously, because I can just do that on my own time. I can just pull up right. the paper and do that. But for, the, you know, the 76ers team, the team that, once again, has really struggled against the Celtics a lot, but has tried to start what, at least in my estimation, has been kind of a one-sided rivalry. I mean, what does, what would a win here mean for them? And then I might try to think about what it would mean for the Celtics. Well, what I think it would mean for the, for the Sixers is that's a that's a moral victory. That's a that's a mental victory. So going into the playoffs, that's going to mean a lot to them and their confidence. Uh, you know, in, in, in taking the series. When you go back to last season, it was a tough fought series. Every game was close, but time and time again, at the end of the game, the Sixers could not find a way to sustain a lead and win the game. If they find a way to, you know, beat Boston tonight, it would mean the world to them, and 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 definitely give them that extra push that they need to go forward uh, down the line. Uh, with Boston, look, if Boston were able to win this game, it would just add to the confidence they already have that they already believe that they're better than the Sixers all around. When you, uh, I think uh, Terry Rozier did a show with uh, Leahy, or uh, I forget her name, uh, the girl, the woman who used to be on, uh, on the herd with Colin Coward. But he did an interview with her, and she asked her, well, she asked uh, Terry Rozier what he thought about uh, Joel Embiid, and <laughs> he, he kind of just said he was a joke, and, and that, you know, he respected him on the court, but at the same time, you know, he talks about the trash. He doesn't really like that. And they've had his number the past few times that they played. So, you know, Boston getting that win is only going to add to their confidence going into the series later on in the playoffs. I know, and I agree. No, and I do agree for the most part. I think the Celtics could. I mean, I think if they just, I just, anytime they, they come to a point where they're going to lose two in a row, I just like to kind of get kind of panicky with this team right now. They're just, I feel like they're just so fragile <laughs> just in terms of the cohesion of this team, which is working right now. So I hate to see them drop two games in a row. And then now you have Kyrie already kind of talking about resting. And then just, you run every risk in the book, but kind of move beyond this game itself. This is. In the 76ers, they're in a position with this offseason, because I like talking about the 76ers. I think they're in an interesting place as a team. They're in a place right now. Oh, they're yeah, in a, definitely. They're in a spot where they might – they kind of might kind of lock themselves in and kind of – I guess I want to call it like, – they might complete the process this offseason. And when I say that, like, they could, oh, resi- yeah. they could resign Harris, they could resign Butler, and then, you know, conceivably, that would be your team going forward for at least a couple of years. That would leave – Really won't have much room after that. You can, I mean, you can fit four max type guys under the same cap, but that's after that, right. like, like that's your team. And 76ers fans right now, are they good with that? Would that satisfy? Would that be a team that you think could contend for a championship? Would that be a team you'd be happy to see them move forward with? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I definitely see this team uh, in this organization keeping all the guys that they have on the roster right now for the most part. Well, of course, the marquee guys. Um, I, I see that this Sixers team going into the luxury tax, if need be, uh, to keep all four of those guys. They are trying to, like Ellen Brand said, you know, the time is now. Uh, they're trying to win now. And the, the way this team is, is made up, I love it. You have shooting around Joel Embiid finally. 
Um, you would like to upgrade that shooting guard position in J.J. Redick if you could and kind of have J.J. coming off the bench, which I do think they'll attack in free agency. Um, but currently right now, it's a solid fit. you got to close in Jimmy Butler. You have a great point guard in Ben Simmons. You have a low post threat in Joel Embiid. And you're covering all your bases right now. Uh, and, you know, if they if in the offseason they find a way to get a replacement for J.J. Redick, a guy who can play defense and can also shoot the three, and maybe even drive a little bit if we're lucky, uh, I feel like that will even just be icing on the cake for this team and, and, and help them, you know, get their goal of winning a championship. When you, when, even though, you know, we don't have everything that we need to win a championship right now, I do still think that we can come out of the East and give the Warriors some trouble. Um, I think if we were to, you know, be matched up against the Warriors and have to play them, I think Jerome and B would get the better of Boogie Cousins. That's just my opinion. Um, defensively, I feel like we could, you know, give the Warriors a little trouble somewhat. Uh, I do think they would end up winning the series just because of their cohesion and, and you know, that they've played with each other for years and years now. Um, but other than that, you know, I still think that this is a really great team. And they're still young. Most of the guys on the roster are under 30 years old. So, you know, that's another piece uh, of longevity that they're uh, working towards as well. So it sounds to me like you're putting the thing, yeah, you have the 76 as the number one team in the East. Well, yeah, I think they are. You know, you can talk about Giannis and the Bucks, but again, it's Giannis and the Bucks, and there's nobody else. Yeah, Chris Middleton's a good shooter, and he made his all he made an All Star appearance this year, but he's nothing that you get excited about. Your point guard is is Eric Bledsoe. Like, come on, stop it. You're not a real contender to take down the Warriors. If they were to play against the Warriors, it'd be a sweep. They don't have a chance to beat them. The shooting of the Warriors is just way too much. And then now the low post threat of Boogie Cousins is way too much for them as well. Yes, they have uh, – is it Brooke Lopez or – I forget which Lopez Brooke they Lopez have. is having a fabulous but, year. Don't you talk about Brooke Lopez. He is. He is. Put some respect on Brooke's name. But against Boogie Cousins, he has no chance. Let's just be honest. Boogie Cousins is a perennial all-star who's a dominant force down low who can also stretch the floor. So it, 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 it's just too big of a matchup for them to overcome. The, the Philadelphia 76ers are the best option out of the East. They're just so versatile. They can beat you with a three. They can drive. They have a low post threat. They can space you out. They can do anything that they would like to do, and, and that's what makes them so dangerous. I will say that, and I want to get something Jordan said in a moment, but – I will say this as somebody who has for a long time kind of been a prescribed this this notion of positionless basketball and it's been like, ah, it's got like five, like six, eight guys on the floor at the same time. Seventy-six have kind of done that. They're doing that. Like I, I I applaud that if anything, they're just doing that. But Jordan, I saw you are uh, you kinda of, kinda of laughing over there while he was talking about the Warrior seventy sixers matchup. What's uh what's what's got you going? Oh nothing. I was, I, was, I was like the, the shit talk about the Bucks. <laughs> kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> how about you? My, my, my man, he love here. He's a Seventy Sixers fan as well. I mean, what do you, how do you feel? Do you do you return these feelings? Do you agree? Yes, I do. Really? You did you see what they did um, Sunday against Milwaukee? I did. There Actually, you go. There you go. Wow, we are a Seventy Sixers love fest right now. Oh. <laughs> Uh, believe me, that's how it is. The process took so long. Philly's been <laughs> it, waiting for a while. It's, we've been waiting a long time. So basically, a long time. yeah. So now the process is here. All we want <laughs> is for them wrong. to win. That's all they. Uh. They all. That's all they have to do is prove that the process works. 
No, I, well, I mean, hey, like, we'll see tonight. Like, it's going to be a big test for... It's going to be... I mean, this is a good game. I mean, like I said, like, I, they've played since they've traded for Harris, but now... I mean, Hayward's out, which means the Celtics will be at full strength. Uh, <laughs> which means the Celtics will be able to play their best. They won't give oh 20 minutes of pity minutes to Gordon Hayward, but... Right. No, I mean, it'll be a big test for them. I mean, it'll be a good... Yeah, I do think if it, I mean the game does mean more like on the Philly side than the Boston side. If I'm being honest, like, if, the, if the Celtics lose this game, I'm probably not going to come in and feel doom and gloom about it. But it's a big game, and no, I mean somebody who like me, who I have been, I've been very closely monitoring the process. I think Sam Hinkie is a genius. I've said it on record as that a billion times. Like, it's going to be something. So I mean, any final thoughts, Bill? Um. I, I need the I need the public to give my man Ben Simmons a little more credit. He's been shooting more. His free throw percentage is up uh, what ten percent since last season. Um, you know he's gaining more confidence shooting the ball. Everybody needs to be patient on that guy. He's going to be a all star. He's going to be um, one of the great. Well, a one Laker of the question mark? Play this game. No, I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> think he's going to be a Laker. I think he likes to be out in LA in his free time. But I really do think that he enjoys being in Philadelphia. And they go home that to the ABA. The... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I think <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> no, but I think uh, they asked that before the Bucks game uh, this past weekend mm. about, you know, being in Philadelphia and his passion for playing in Philadelphia. And he said, you know, him and Joel want to bring a championship to the city. And, you know, that, that you know, players don't just say that willy-nilly, you know. Yeah. Publicly. Yeah, athletes uh, kind of say that kind of stuff all the time. I don't know, athletes say a lot of things uh, and leave. Well, maybe maybe somebody who's done that. I, I don't I don't recall a player saying, I'm going to bring a championship to the uh, to the city and then not end up doing that. Durant? I, that, that, <laughs> well, Durant tried, and then they didn't. And then, what, what he didn't he try that with? hard. <laughs> No, he no no no. He did try, and you want to know what stopped Durant from winning? Russell Westbrook being a choker. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Rus- no, Russell Westbrook. I will stand for Russell Westbrook slander. I, I invite that. I do invite Russell Westbrook slander. He he is he is he frustrates. He is a choker. Me, he right? is a choker. He is not even just the choke factor. It's it's the fact that he cannot play the point guard position, and yet they time and time again try to force him to play that role, and that's just not him. He turns the ball over too much. He does not start any offense, and he, he, he's just erratic and not efficient. And so for me, that's frustrating to watch, and it's detrimental to his team's success. As we've but seen, there was a time he got, not, he, got three, he got ten of three things for a lot of times. So don't. Oh, you come down on him. He got 10 of three things a lot of times. What do you mean he got 10 of three things? He got 10 of three things oh, a lot of yo, times. Oh, yo. Yeah, he got 10 of three things a bunch of times. That's another thing. He got 10 of three things a bunch of times. I did see you tweet about that. that. Yeah, that's, that is so irrelevant. Does that stat really lead to wins? Oscar Robinson. I did see you did. tweet about that it yesterday, that the triple do- double is an irrelevant stat, which is which is a take. It, it's so irrelevant. Oscar Robinson did it for a season. And he doesn't have an NBA championship. All the guys who won NBA championships have never done that. Yet we're glorifying a stat that he that that he that now is just is just great because he's done it and nobody else has done it. I thought the main thing about playing these games and playing in the league was winning championships. Isn't that no, what it's having, no, it's having no, it's having three, it's having ten of three different things. 
No, it's like, exactly. it's, That's what I'm saying. it's like how earlier in the year, Russell Westbrook wasn't an MVP candidate. Then there was that period where he started averaging a triple-double again. And then for some reason, he became an MVP candidate because he was averaging like an extra rebound and a half. And now that he's not doing that anymore, he's not an MVP candidate anymore. That's it's, just, what I'm it's all about just it's doing just, th- 10 of three things. Very important. It's so, it's so irrelevant. It's man. the most it important really thing is. in the world. I could go on and on about that, though. So, well, so, oh, so to to summarize, 76ers are the number one team in the East. Um, there you go. Process is complete. According to you, I'm summarizing you. Process is complete, and triple doubles are worthless. Exactly. That's there a lot of takes. I, I like got, Bill. Hey, Bill, I like having you my, on. You got all my takes. Bill, you have takes. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. You come on here with takes. I like that. You got anything else you want to plug? Besides no, the- man. Oh. Uh, just make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel at Couch Coaches. Yeah. Follow him uh, at Bill Trice thirty one on Twitter. There you go. Uh, also follow my Instagram at Couch underscore Coaches. Uh, so yeah, that's All right. it. Sounds good. Thanks for coming on, man. You're welcome anytime. See you to the playoff hey, series man. like this. It. All right, have a good day, man. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man. See ya. I liked him. <laughs>